0: Quickly, if you're done belching, I'm getting uh, there. You're still working on it. <laughs> We're uh, gonna be here a while. Linguine and clam sauce. Welcome to Unimed's Innovation Overground, where we dig into some of those amazing discoveries and innovations that we often hear about on campus, on universities. for whatever reason, ever actually materialize into actual things. And we want to look into what it takes to push those things down the development road and so that they can affect our lives in meaningful ways. Thank you for joining us. We're sponsored by UNIMED, the Technology Transfer and Commercialization Office for the University of Nebraska's Omaha campuses. Uh, my name is Charlie Litton. I'm joined by Joe Rungi, a patent lawyer in our office. Hi, Joe. Hi, hey, Charlie. And we're also joined by Tyler Scher, who's a licensing specialist or associate now. I can't remember. Associate. Hi, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> hey Tyler. Um, Joe, tell us about – you have a message for our listeners. Please take a minute
1: to rate the podcast. Please write a review and please, please subscribe. Uh, it's very important for us to expand our listenership as much as possible. We love telling these stories and want to tell them to as many people as possible. Reviews, subscriptions all help us out. Thank you.
0: Yes, I, I agree. And, and you know, that will help us expand our reach beyond Nebraska. We do want to tell stories about universities everywhere how in, and how they're changing the world. And I also am curious that now that we're, oh, I don't know, 20 episodes in, how often, how many more episodes I am going to have to actually prod Joe to make that statement. You know, because I have to say, Joe, <laughs> at some point, you think you just, you know, chime in, right? Sure. Or all right, share. <laughs> I don't. Care. You know what? I, <laughs> I've already. <it. laughs> um, I okay. I think it's about time we went over something that I think is a little obvious. Um, and it's twenty. It's, you know, not to bang on the twenty episode thing, but um, maybe because it's a special twentieth episode, I think I need to tell a story.
1: Story time. Yes.
0: Let me let me set the stage for you. It's December, eighteen sixty-eight, Boston. Western Union Telegraph Office. Young telegraph operator plays a joke on his boss, gets demoted. In a fit of rage, he quits to focus on his inventions. And young Thomas Edison's life begins as the grandfather of amazing innovations and why we all have jobs today. I mean, I think maybe we should just do an homage this whole episode to Thomas Edison and his gloriousness and I am he's a bomb. done with Thomas Edison. <laughs> oh, God. What a bomb. <laughs> all right,
1: then. Seriously, uh, I'm, I'm still using his light bulbs. I'm still driving his, his, his I guess he didn't have the car. I still got the Team phono-
0: Tesla. I still got the phonograph rocking. <laughs> <laughs> I still got that crank. <laughs> I still crank that sucker up. Every I day. actually
1: have to crank uh, up Charlie's, <laughs> what are they called? I don't know. Photograph. Fo- phono. Yeah. he's yeah, yeah. cranky all day. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, it's batteries. I, I, it's batteries that gave me the most. The, the nickel iron battery that, that, that Edison perfected was you know still driving so much of our, our, our power. And, and if you look at your, your phone or, or all your kids' toys or whatever. Wait,
0: Edison invented the battery?
1: No. Um, the batteries invented for a long time, but he invented a particular type of battery chemistry. Oh, OK. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm a terrible chemist. I think it's a nickel iron. Might be wrong. Correct me listeners out there the point is right is that batteries are are very old technology and even the most innovative companies in the world right now apple tesla apple they're still utterly (laughs) reliant on using this sort of technology that you know thomas edison sort of put a big refinement on and has existed in their modern state since what for since 1800 and may have even been used in ancient times right
0: charlie no i think that's i think that's a load there was a Mythbusters episode about the Baghdad battery where right. they, they found, like, a jar that had, like, a, a copper rod in it and some, like, iron. And they think there's an acidic thing. Yeah. And that could have been a battery, but it yeah. wasn't. I, I did some background research on that, and it it looks like they found a um, – that the person who said he found it. Uh-huh. I think he found it in like the basement of the museum he worked in, <laughs> you know. And then, and then oh, it's like, and then like, wait a minute, where'd a, find it? And he's fate. like, I mean, I mean, I dug it up in the backyard at the, in Egypt. Or I think something. part of the reason so, why
1: this is like yeah. plausible though is like all a battery is—it's a portable chemical reaction right, that creates yeah. electricity, right? And all so, my clocks run off potatoes. Right, exactly. I mean, you, you literally—we <laughs> could have built. <laughs> I've, been, I've been to your house. It's weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not for that reason. Though. <laughs>
1: Whatever, right? I mean, like, yeah. you know, th- things in, in the natural environment can easily be adapted to batteries. But, like, the reason why there are still batteries driving all of our, our stuff and, is because it's easier to do research into better chemistry for batteries than to invent more efficient ways to store electrons, which is, you know, fundamentally what the the problem that that are So what's something.
0: wrong with the battery in, in your phone right now? What why What –
1: Nothing's wrong. I mean, why are you so angry about Thomas Edison and his batteries? Right. I'm, I'm angry about it because it's the effort to adapt old technologies versus putting that effort into inventing something new. And I really wanted this to be a screed against uh, Elon Musk, actually, because I always look for a chance to, to to have a screed against Elon Musk. But in reality, it's a really great way to get ratings. I, I hope he hears this and he just <laughs> – he has a beef with me. That would be the best thing ever. Come so at me, bro. <laughs> Come at me, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but but the, the the he actually agrees. He thinks that you know electric cars in the future are not going to be powered by batteries. Well, what? How do you? Yeah, what's um, <laughs> what do you use to power them then?
0: Rubber bands. <laughs> <You> got <a laughs> perpetual <thing>? motion <laughs> machine. That sounds like Elon <laughs> right? Musk, right?
1: Elon Musk. I've invented. He's got a tweet. I've invented a perpetual motion machine. <laughs> so See, what, uh, if it's not <laughs> batteries, what is it? It's huh? Capacitors. Capacitors. How's a capacitor, not a battery? Like a flux capacitor? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's real. It's called super capacitor. And I okay. love these things. They're awesome. What's a
0: flux capacitor? I mean, what's a... Uh, I
1: sorry, don't know sorry, what sorry. a flux capacitor no, is.
0: No, no, no. That's a back to future thing. Sorry. Uh, uh, what'd you call it? Uh, super capacitor. Super capacitor. Yeah, what's don't it? call
1: it an ultra capacitor. I learned that the hard way. Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally what a, different what about a mega capacitor quantum right? capacitors don't get me started no, okay right, being
1: super reasonable. capacitors super capacitors so what a battery does it packs a, a bunch of electrical capability into a little itty bitty bit of space right your your iphone your your smartphone whatever there's actually a lot of power in that thing because lithium ion batteries have just tons and tons and tons of of electrical potential built into them right what um supercapacitors do, is instead of using chemistry to create electricity, they physically hold the electrons. And they do that by having lots of nooks and crannies. They're like an English muffin on steroids, right? Except instead of deliciousness, they hold electricity. <laughs> and butter. Right. So <laughs> the problem is, has been that you, you can't achieve power density with like current levels of technology, they, they cannot make materials what that can hold enough electrons to make. You can have your iPhone powered by a super capacitor, but you'll need to have a backpack sized iPhone or probably okay. more like a surfboard size. I think that, iPhone. that
0: that kind of goes against the aesthetic they're looking for. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> nice call back there. Thank you. Our, so, the, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no go ahead. So. um so the, the, the underlying problem, right, is is how do you replicate the level of power density created by chemistry with just, like, physical characteristics? And there's been some really cool discoveries related to that. Um, so one of them was a discovery uh, that came out of the U.K. And it was a collaboration. I know, but I have
0: to, like, you have, to, have some memory. You have, to, you have to look. You have to talk into the microphone. Though, I'm sorry. You, you'd have to get Oh, closer. it's those kinds of microphones. Yes. It's not the Ta- other kind. So, <laughs> so you have this really cool thing that you're talking about, and I want people to hear you.
1: Yes um so it actually ended up in a company named Superdielectrics, and Superdielectrics uh originally didn't start out in the supercapacitor business so like uh pringles right where's, where's the joke? super
0: die, super dianetics super dielectrics <laughs> Die-le-
1: <laughs> we'll have a link to them in, in <laughs> the program topic. Notes. Okay. but they license technology where, where are they though are they, in- they license they're from the uk okay and and they license uh the technology England. from the, from the university wow. of surrey All right. um and and originally and this is the awesomest no, part we're getting
0: way far from nebraska Yeah, no, like,
1: there's zero Nebraska in the UK.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, although on their Twitters, they use GBR which is Go Big Red. Oh, true, true. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure we had York first. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we have new York. They
1: just, they dropped the old. Oh, uh, no, York, Nebraska. That's way better. Do you edit this? <laughs> no, the, 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 the technology they licensed was yeah. not for super It's for contact lenses. Wait, what? Yeah, it's a what? polymer. You have a battery in your eyeballs? You have a battery in your eyeballs, exactly. So- what makes what makes contact lenses so comfortable to wear like soft contact lenses? Is the batteries. Is is the fact is that- Is the electricity they running They can just hold them. tons Wait. and tons and tons of liquid, right? And the reason uh, they can hold tons and tons of pockets. liquid is called wetting. And wetting comes down to having lots of nooks and Wait, crannies. Wedding,
0: married, wedding?
1: No, wetting.
0: Oh, like bed wedding. I am
1: talking into <laughs> <Like> the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> wetting. <laughs> bed wedding.
0: Are bed you wedding. not entertained? <laughs> yes, you're doing wonderful work. <laughs>
1: So wait, so the same physical characteristics (laughs) that make for a good contact lens somehow also makes for a good battery? Finally, somebody understands me. So here's the really cool thing about supercapacitors, right? There are no ultracapacitors. Supercapacitors, they charge instantly. Wait, that sounds
0: nice. Holy, I almost said a naughty word there. (laughs) You
1: plug your phone in and what it's doing is reversing the chemistry. So it's taking the chemical reaction that produced the electricity and pushing it backwards. And yep. every time you reverse it, it's slightly less efficient, yep. which is why your cell phone works all day for three months. Yeah, And then three months later, it's like, oh, geez, it's two o'clock. I got to charge this thing again. And then you're like me, where it's like, I'm sorry, I can't call you because my cell phone isn't plugged in. Right? <laughs> and so the reason for that is it's chemistry. And that chemistry gets less and less efficient because the physical like anodes and diodes, and Tyler could probably do this better than I can, that actually (laughs) spew the electrons back and forth, degrade over time. They do. Yeah, it's perfect. Do you have anything to say about the nodes? No. That that was perfect noting.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Node achieved. See? You're doing wonderful work. Thank (laughs) you. Don't be so hard on yourself.
1: (laughs) I usually am. (laughs) Reddit's going to love this. All right. Anyways, (laughs) the the point is... is That supercapacitors charge instantly because all they do is they take all them electrons and instead of using the electricity to change the chemistry, they just hold the electricity. Huh. And so contact lens wetting with a T, not with a ring. They, they have nooks and crannies in which to hold water. They just said, oh, like literally the guy was measuring the physical properties of the contact lens and he measured the capacitive property of it for, I don't know why, but I guess that's what, what? you do when you're an engineer. Why not? Why not, right? And he's like, this thing is, is crazily capacitive. And he's like, well, maybe it could be a super capacitor. And like, no. And that's a pivot, people. <laughs> we showed up to make contact lenses. no, 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 no. We are making supercapacitors
0: now, and that is awesome. What's a practical application then for something that size? Well, right,
1: because it's not the size of the contact lens that matters. It's the amount of electricity you can hold in a certain amount of space. Okay. Because there are capacitors in in buses in China, and they're huge, and they power a bus. Oh, so they're
0: they're using this stuff
1: right now. But you have to recharge the bus every 300 feet.
0: (laughs) That seems impractical. (laughs) No, it's
1: practical for certain applications. you got a trolley that's just making little stops downtown. Totally works. Okay. The because capacitor it, it works it because basically instantly. it's right. instantly yeah. it instantly recharges, and you know you don't have to go very far. And all of a sudden, now you know you've got this really efficient bus. But that's a pretty limited application, right? Right. You want to take that bus from you know, oh God, I wish I knew two cities in China. But if you knew two cities in China, no, it won't work. because I've stopped every three hundred feet. Yeah. See. All right.
0: Hainan. We're pretty and stuck in Nebraska here, people. Shanghai.
1: Thanks, Charlie, for the win. So boom, uh, boom. <laughs> and that's it for innovation over (laughs) so what they have did though is is that because they can hold that much electricity in a small space suddenly now capacitors have the critical property that can make them like batteries which is now we can hold enough electricity for you to have reasonable usage for your iphone in something about the size of a lithium battery but it's not going to gradually lose charge and it's going to charge instantly so, how close are we to, to market, or how close are they to market on this? So, they're still working out synthesis and all this. I mean, they were a contact lens company a couple months ago. So, you know, they're they're making a big change. And who knows, right? <laughs> this may not be the thing to do it, but it's getting to a point where the physical properties are there, which is a huge barrier. It, there's another uh, invention that's sort of related to this, but uses a different approach. Um, it's actually out of NASA, Whoa. which is really cool. It's okay. available for licensing from NASA. That's a big thing. Everything I didn't
0: were- know NASA did that sort of thing. They're. NASA nice does material
1: stuff? science and they have their yeah. own tech transfer office. huh yeah.
0: That's we actually cool. have something that's co-owned with
1: NASA, really?
0: yeah, cool. another show. but the yeah. um,
1: the 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 NASA approach uh, uses instead of polymers, which the you know, plastic the contact lenses may have, they use graphene and graphene Ooh. is a next generation application of carbon. They use like little sheets of like almost molecule thin carbon, which if you think about it makes sense, right? Because you need lots of nooks and crannies in a really small space. So you have these like atomically thin wafers, right, Mm -hmm. of of graphene. And then they spray on top of them uh, electrically conductive metal. And so the metal can sort of hold the, the metal on top of the graphene holds the electric charge. And so their technology, which is, again, currently available, it's called metal oxide vertical graphene hybrid super capacitors. And what that means is it's a sort of a sandwich of graphene and capacitive metal that sort of combine together, which solves the same problem. Lots of electricity held in a very small space.
0: So does it do the instant recharge yeah. thing too? And does it have all the nooks and crannies like the, your, your yeah, you have muffin gra- you're talking you
1: about? Have the, the, instead of English, it's graphene. And instead of muffin, it's metal oxide.
0: Oh, well, that cleared it right <laughs> <up for me. laughs> All right. You know, on that note, I think it's time we come to ground on this, unless there's anything else to add. Just one thing.
1: These are the two things that I, a casual interest person with interest in supercapacitors, identified. I welcome our listeners. What are the things about capacitors that we don't know? What are the things about electrical storage? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, this is not about supercapacitors. It's about how much I hate Thomas Edison and his stupid batteries. <laughs> so if someone has a better battery replacement technology...
0: You know, come at me. What, come at me, bro? Is that how you Yeah. Come
1: at me, bro. Yeah. And we will talk about it again on Innovation Overground.
0: All right. Uh, or if you have an I hate Thomas Edison t-shirt, uh, I believe Joe's a large. Eh, medium. Okay, medium. Team Tesla. <laughs> I'm a Chinese large. <laughs> All right. On that note, it's time to come to ground. Thank you for joining us for Tyler Sher and Joe Runge. I'm Charlie Litton on the Innovation Overground.